you a fan of this podcast? Do you wish there was even more juicy content for you to sink your ears into? Well, there is. You can become a premium member of this podcast for $5.99 a month and get full access to an archive of over 50 bonus episodes. Additionally, we release a bonus episode every single month. That's a ton of extra content, including my personal interior design diaries, extra tips, my talking about trends, and so much more. Additionally, you'll be keeping us on the airwaves each and every week because your premium membership money goes directly back to making this podcast amazing. Check us out at affordableinteriordesign.com. Click on podcast to learn more and to become a premium member today. need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look be your own interior designer with big design small budget here's your host betsy helmuth hi everybody it is great to be back with you again this week as you know we are in the thick of our designer spotlight series where i am chatting with designers from affordable interior design we're hearing what inspires them what makes them tick how they got here and of course i know them fairly well but it's nice to get to know these other kind of areas of their life and personality and so i'm so excited to learn about my next guest with you today her name is ashley cromer she's been with us for about eight months and ashley welcome to the podcast hi hello everybody hi betsy thank you for having me of course so i am really excited to dive in and learn more about you and your background. So let's kick it off there. Tell us where you came from, how you got to affordable interior design, and uh, that's how we'll start off. Okay, great. So um, like you said, I've been um, with you for uh, affordable interior design for just under a year. Um, and you know, it's been a pretty long road prior to, to getting to you, but I'm so excited to be here. Um, you know, I, I, you know, let's take it back to when I was a young girl. I really always felt that my, my future involved something creative. I had a, an amazing third grade teacher, Miss Kicken, who um, really just saw that creativity in me. Um, I always, you know, kind of thought that m my, um, my future involved some sort of, you know, creativity with um, clothing, design, something along those lines. And, you know, she gave me like a sketchbook where I would kind of sketch, you know, some like dresses and, you know, cute things. I was in third grade, so I didn't know what I was doing, but I would just sketch and she would really... Um, she was just a great um, inspiration. And I kind of held that through all of my, um, you know, teenage years into my adulthood. And I, uh, I went to school for fashion, um, thinking again, that that was kind of my direction and learned in um, school about visual merchandising and really loved the idea of just making things beautiful, basically in a store setting, in a home setting, in whatever kind of setting, um, 
you know, that was kind of what I learned there. And that led me to working at uh, Bed Bath & Beyond as a district visual manager. Uh, I was there for many years doing um you know, floor layouts, um, renovations, all different kinds of um, projects and, and things. So it really, um, you know, it, it pushed me into um, the real world very quickly. Um, and I learned a lot from being there. Um, we would do in-home visits and kind of set people's bedrooms up and things like that with new bedding, window treatments and all of that stuff. Um, you know, we would have training sessions with Crocell and window treatments and everything. So that was a little more traditional than what I like to do now, but that was definitely a good learning lesson. And then I had, um, a great, um, you know, opportunity at Ralph Lauren, um, working for the home division, doing store setups, doing showroom setups, all of that kind of stuff. So I dove into that, was there for many years, was always in contact with, um, you know, Allison Rackless, one of the designers that works with you. We went to school together and, you know, I just finally decided to take the plunge and, and come to you because this is really what I envision my life being the rest of my life and, and continuing to design in people's homes and just bringing new life to, um, new, to new homes or homes that people are just moving into. So it's very exciting to be here. Now, do you ever find that you miss fashion, considering it was your initial inspiration? I, I think that, and, and this is the one thing that I actually really learned um, working at Ralph Lauren, because at Ralph Lauren, you really mix that fashion world with, you know, we were kind of like, we were kind of the outskirts of their fashion world. But at Ralph, you know, we looked at everything like it was clothing. So like when we would make a bed, um, like the sheets on a bed was like a dress shirt or, and like the pillows were like a tie. Like these were kind of the, the ways we would talk about things. I mean, obviously there was a lot more than just that. Um, but we, I think in that world, everything kind of revolved around fashion because he's such a fashion icon. Right. Um, you know, we would do, um, you know, wallpaper and it would be reflective of one of his beautiful dresses, you know, like everything kind of revolved around fashion there. So that's how I still kind of felt like I was still in that fashion world. That's an interesting fusion. And it's also an interesting way to look at things. Yeah. Um, because when I was an intern at Tom Felicia, there was an intern with me and some of the other designers there, we would talk and they would say, you're either really into fashion or really into interior design, but very rarely can somebody do both. Mm -hmm. Very rare, like most interior designers cannot dress themselves. That's what they said. <laughs> I do happen to know a lot of stylish interior designers. I am not one of them. Like the idea of picking out clothing for me is just no. In fact, I've often thought about opening up like an interior design or I'm sorry, a styling model of affordable interior design because I just need somebody. Let me give you some money. Pick out my closet. Pick out 16 <laughs> items for me to wear for $9.99. Ro rotate through. <laughs> Show me a mood board. Like, I just can't go to Macy's. Please. This goes to this. This goes to this. That's right. Like, granimals for Yes. For yes. Because I just have no interest in fashion. And people expect when you go to their home that how you dress is kind of a correlation with the style you're going to have. So Correct. I feel like I have to put on some kind of necklace or something and I just don't personally <laughs> feel it. 
Um, yeah, I'm more of the it, Steve Jobs of interior design with the black yeah, turtleneck. It, you know, it's funny that you say that. I think because we are in this um, in this world in this world now, as opposed to being in the Ralph world. Because of course, you know, I'm going to the office every day. I have to look the part and everything. But now you're right. Like I find myself so engulfed in the interior design field, the life of just focusing on other people's spaces that I definitely, my, my clothing, um, <laughs> my Ralph Lauren you know, look has definitely died down a little bit. <laughs> well, I totally save money on clothes because Absolutely. we meet with the client once, you know, they never see us again. Absolutely. And so, you know, they don't know that I wore that blue blazer last week. Correct. So I have like three client outfits. For each season and that's it and then I'm in yoga pants like, I'm, getting it real. I'm getting there <laughs> so it really is a good way to save money but I must say that when people see me at the stop and shop they're like you're, designer. <laughs> <laughs> you're not like a like, jazzercise right. teacher wait wait till you see my mood board I'm, I kill it with mood boards <laughs> I just need like t-shirts with silkscreen mood boards on them correct yeah, yeah and I actually thought about and then we're going to get back to the questions but yep. I actually thought about having an affordable interior design uniform so when we first started, I first started hiring people. I was like, okay, so we're all going to wear the same t-shirt. We're all going to wear the same polo shirt just because I want a uniform. But then right. I realized people in design want to express themselves stylistically. Yes. It's just you, Betsy. Only yeah. you once <laughs> you can wear have a, a blue polo shirt that has a more <laughs> interior design. So I let that go. Yes. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Ralph would definitely not approve. Um, yes, yes. Okay, so what elements of interior design are exciting you right now? Hmm. I mean, again, we're 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 in the cough of that coming out of winter, going into spring. Um, so I just, you know, the it's this an exciting time. It's kind of like going from, you know, summer into fall. It's that real change of season, and now we kind of get out of those darker colors. And now we kind of move into those nice um, pops of fun colors and. Um, you know, I am like a pillow, fan a decorative pillow fanatic. So I have like bins of pillows that I like switch out for the season. And I just think it's a great way to update your space without going, you know, too crazy with your budget. Um, just adding in a few different elements, even changing out, you could change out some artwork with some different colors um, to really make your space pop for the summer, spring, summer. So again, just to turn back to fashion, it's almost like changing your closet out for the season. You know, you change from winter, most people, winter to, to spring and summer. So it's kind of doing the same thing for your space. You want to update. You want to keep it lively. You want to change things up. You don't want to walk in to the same thing every single season, every day. You want to change it up a little bit. That's how it stays interesting. And that's how you stay excited to come home. And you want to go shopping. You want to get outside. You want to see what's new in the stores. I want to meet up friends, you know, and yes. check out home goods. Yes. And so even if That's... I don't need anything, I have yes. to get something. Yes. And pillows are that quick, easy win. Yes. 
But yes. also, you know, thinking of buying some furniture for outside. I love that. Yes. That I'm going to need Absolutely. some new outside pillows. Yes. And yes. need is like the operative word, right? Yes, of yeah. course. And okay. and home goods is my, is definitely like my crack. Home goods, yeah. TJ Maxx, Marshalls, I really have problems there. So I actually, if I, if I stay away, it's probably better for my pocket because the minute I walk in, I'm in trouble. It doesn't matter what I'm going for. I'm in trouble. And I know my friends who are constantly like, oh, I think I need this. And, oh, I think I need this. And um, so I'll go there to, to look for stuff for them. And, and I'll walk out with plenty of stuff for myself that I don't need, that I do not need. So <laughs> I always find one thing that I do need. I'm like, I really need to go to Home Goods to buy note cards. Yes. And then I will <laughs> leave with note cards yes. and a new whisk and some plates. Yeah. Of course. The one thing that last season I really went crazy with Home Goods, just to go back to um, plants, is they have amazing pottery um, for for your outdoor plants. Even I have it for my indoor plants. Um, you know, all different sizes, great prices. It's you know, it's a good spot to go for that. Um, you know, I found last year. So I was definitely loading up my car with big, huge potters that I that I didn't need. <laughs> But see, these are our hobbies. I belong to this business group and they were like, you have to have hobbies outside of work. You have to list like three things that you like to do outside of work. And I was like, oh my gosh. They're like, if you can't think of three things outside of work that you like to do, then you're a boring person. So I'm really working on finding hobbies. So I might consider yes. getting a green thumb because... um. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. seems and like I a quick found, win. Yep. And I found that for me, because I try to go to the beach as often as possible, um, two years ago, I did a lot of flowers. Last year, I did a lot of plants that don't need as much water or as much, they don't need as much effort to keep them alive. You know, flowers, you really need to like water a couple times a day. It's, it's a lot, especially when they're in the sun. Um, so I'm always like, it's like getting a dog walker. Like I have, I have to like call people. I'm like, Oh, can you go to my house and water my plants for me? That is way too high maintenance. Okay. So I'm going to think of a different hobby. Um, plants, plants, so like little leaves I had outside. Um, so, so plants more so than flowers. They're a lot okay. easier. They don't, they're not as needy. <laughs> I can't deal with needy. No, I know. <laughs> and now it's time for a quick commercial break. Do you love this podcast? Do you wish you could learn even more? Well, we have an online class bundle. Our online class bundle is comprised of three online classes, Beautifying Your Home for Less, Styling Your Home, and The Fundamentals of Feng Shui. Each one of those three classes is between 30 and 45 minutes long and chock filled with visuals and tips, things that will help you to style your own space or help out with other spaces. Additionally, with the pack of three classes, you get an autographed copy of my book, Affordable Interior Design. You get all of that for only $99. Once again, that's the three online classes as well as the book for only $99. You just go to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to buy your bundle today. 
And if one of those classes sounded intriguing, but maybe you already have my book or some of the other topics are not of interest, you can buy the classes individually at that site as well. Each class is $40. So head over to affordableinteriordesign.com classes to get your bundle or your online class today. So I am definitely a big um, pottery barn gal. I, I would say my style is definitely um, 100% transitional. I, I, I love a little traditional feel, but more on a contemporary um, edge. <clears throat> that feels very funny. Ralph to me. Funny. Yeah, so it's funny. I'm going to tell you a little Ralph story. Um, when I first started working there, um, he was coming to walk one of our stores, and I was there, and this is my first time meeting Mr. Lauren, um, and it was like, you know, my boss was like, introduce yourself. Don't introduce yourself. Introduce yourself. Don't stay away from him. No, go into, you know, so it was like a lot of back and forth. So finally I was like, I'm just going to stand there and introduce myself. Like, so anyway, so he's walking up and down, looking at everything and I, and I'm just standing there and I introduced myself and, um, so we're talking about a pattern and this is right before they kind of changed a lot of the way they were kind of making their bedding, um, a little bit more contemporary. Um, so we're talking about it and he's asking me what my style is. And I said, you know, I, I'm definitely a little more transitional. Like I like a floral pattern. I like a little bit of that traditional, but a little bit more on a contemporary side, so he turns to me because we're looking at this very, um, you know, ornate bedding pattern with like ornate furniture and everything. And he turns to me and he says, this looks very grandma, huh? And I was like, uh, you said it, not me. You know, I was like, uh, yeah, it's a little bit, you know, a little bit older feel. And, you know, so it was just so funny. He was so funny. Um, and, you know, I, it definitely was in my eyes a little more grandma. Is that when you got fired? Like at that moment? <laughs> I didn't say it again. I did not. That was right at the beginning of my career. From then on out, it was, <laughs> it was all good. So, um, you know, I just, I, I had let him know, like, listen, you know, you guys are trying or thinking about how to pick up those new clients. And by thinking about newer clients, you're, you're, clientele is more is going to be younger now and this is kind of where the younger generation is going so you know he it, it was just fu so funny that he said that like I wasn't even thinking it until he said it and then I was like yeah I I, I guess I mean I think I, I think I just froze at that point because I didn't know what to say um but anyway so you know and now I I lost my train of thought as to why I was telling that story but well that style kind of thinking of oh yeah so my style is definitely um you know that traditional oh I was talking about pottery barn so pottery barn I think most people really think of it as more of a traditional um store and it and it is and it's got a little more rustic feel to it but there are certain things that I really like. I love their area rugs. They have fantastic area rugs at a fantastic price. Um, some a little bit more traditional than others, but some are very um, a little bit more modern with a little bit of that traditional warmth feeling. Um, I love their um, window treatments. They have great hardware, their lighting, um, like they have great chandeliers and um 
you know, some great lighting as um, items. And, you know, their, their furniture is, is, you know, I like their side tables, a few of their pieces I'll go to, but that, those are my main um, pieces that I like to go to them first, area rugs, um, window treatments, lighting, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and then I do then go to, you know, Crate and Barrel, because again, they're, they have that more of a modern feel. Um, they also have great area rugs, a little bit more contemporary than I would say Pottery Barn. Um, <clears throat> and I also do like to go to West Elm, West Elm more so for those throw pillows, um, again, area rugs, you know, some of the, the furniture, it's kind of hit or miss. So I'd like to get to these stores and try to see the products um, live so that I can kind of speak to it when I'm reviewing with a client because they like it when you have seen it and felt it and touched it because uh, everything looks so different online. So whenever I get, my parents are right by Paramus. So whenever I get the opportunity to go there, I run around to every single store I can possibly go to and just touch and feel. And now they have CB2, they have Z Gallery, they have all these new stores now that have not been there. So, um, you know, I think um, you know, those are my go-tos. And, and I do find, um, you know, when I just Google specific things that people are looking for, I do find things in different stores that I haven't even, you know, found used before. Um, but, um, you know, those are definitely my staples. Now, is there anything else? Oh, excuse me. Sorry. That's is there fine. anything else you want to share with us before we launch into our listener question? Hmm. See, I think, gosh, I think we've hit on everything that I was thinking of, uh, talking about, but, um, no, I think that's, I think we're good. Let's get on to the questions. All right. All right. So this question, this question comes from Audrey and she writes, I bought all my furniture and added decorative touches, but the room just doesn't feel pulled together. How do I get my space to look more polished? Okay, so you know a couple of thoughts that come to mind, and and we and I, I actually hit on a lot of these things. Um, I think the first the first thing, and I know you, I know she said Audrey said she bought furniture and some accessories. Um, so I'm not really sure what it, you know what furniture you she has, but. Um, I think a lot of things that people either forget to do or think that it's not necessary is an area rug. Um, this is so important to have in rooms that need it, that have the space for it. And not only is it important to have a rug, but it's important to have the right size. Um, you know, a small rug in a big living room is not going to look right. So you need at least an eight by 10, you know, a good sized rug that your furniture can be grounded on. Um, it doesn't need to be, you know, even if you have wall to wall carpeting, if you're renting, you can throw an area rug on top of that just to give your furniture, um, someplace to be grounded um, and it also adds, I like to do, you know, something with a little bit of a print. Like I said, I like Pottery Barn um, because they have such great patterns. Um, they're soft. They're not too overbearing. 
Um, and I think, I know Betsy says this, it's like artwork. Your, your area rug is like a piece of artwork. So it's going to be a little bit expensive, but the, you know, you can find great deals as well on All Modern, um, you know, Justin Maine. You, you can find great piece, great rugs out there, but at a great price. But I like to invest a little bit of money in these because they're going to last you a long time. And if you get something that you really love, you are going to hold on to it for a long time. It's not something that you're going to have for a year or two years and then you're going to change it to something else unless you go with some crazy pattern that, you know, might be out of that you might be sick of in a few years. <laughs> but if you do something that's your style and that you love, you'll love it forever. And I like to use my area rug to then pull in the throw pillows that you would need on your sofa. So again, another note, if you don't, if you are using the throw pillows that maybe came with your sofa, I typically get rid of them or cover them with a new cover um, because you're kind of, you're getting the same pattern. The, the sofa and the throw pillow is the same pattern. You want to change it up. My rule with throw pillows is I typically do like a solid. So if you have a gray sofa, I'll usually do like an ivory or a cream or maybe a, a if it's a dark sofa, I'll do a lighter gray or something. And then, so it's two pillows on either side. Um, and then maybe a patterned pillow layered in front of your solid pillow so that you kind of have a little solid with a little pattern. And that pattern should really pull from the colors that you have in your rug. And that will kind of tie everything together. And it also makes your rug pop and it makes the pillows pop. So they all work together. Um, so that would, that would be my, and I also like a throw blanket, um, love a throw blanket, have them all over. Um, I don't fold them up neatly. I actually just kind of toss them to make them look. You do? I do. I'm sorry. I know Betsy's probably like, fold you them up. Ralph Lauren and you toss them Ralph, in the corner? Ralph Lauren throws, we used to throw them on all the beds so that they would look very, um, you know what? I have, to, I have to show a picture. Like I, like, I drape them. I should say drape okay. them, not okay. throw. Drape them, place them very neatly, but not folded up. Because this way, they look like it's welcoming. That you're going to jump in and you're going to throw that throw pillow on top of you. It's folded up. Like somebody's probably like, I'm not going to touch that. It's all folded. It's nice and neat. I'm not going to. I like a fold. <laughs> Okay, to each person their own. So you can fold it. You can fold it along the back of the sofa. um, Or you could be like me and be wild and crazy and just kind of drape it. Let's say drape, not throw. (laughs) I like the word drape a little better because I can see the triangular formation. I was imagining a ball. No. So it kind of cascades a little bit down your throw pillows, still tucked in. It's very purposeful not just thrown um if you have an accent um chair sometimes i like to drape the throw pillow over that you can fold it too and have it hanging off of the back um so those are my first two go-tos then i I would also say another and we talked about this a little bit window treatments are a great way to soften up your walls So if you're able to do um, window treatments on your windows, um, it's just a nice way to add a little more texture um, to the space. And I like to do kind of a more solid, so like a solid gray or an ivory. Again, Pottery Barn West Elm has some great options. 
um, very modern and clean, but it definitely softens up your walls. Um, and then throwing in, you know, plants, plants are a great way to warm up the space, love some candles, you know, things like that. I think the one thing also, just the last note is on your coffee table, if it's just your coffee table, I would get a tray or something, and maybe you could add a plant and a candle or something, because that's kind of gives you a focal point when you're sitting and, um, you know, something nice to look at when you're sitting with, with guests or even when you're watching TV. It's just nice to have something on your coffee table, I feel like. It sounds like the takeaway there is kind of layering these accents. Whereas, Audrey, you may have done two pillows already. It's time to add two more. It's time to add that cascading throw blanket. If you've already gotten that coffee table with the tray, it's time to add the decorative coasters, the vase with the fresh cut flowers. So I think Ashley's just saying go a few steps further. Yeah. And, uh... And then that will really provide that visual interest that will captivate your guests. Well, Ashley, it has been such a pleasure having you on today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. It was so much fun. Well, and we'll be hearing from you, I'm sure, again in the future soon. But until then, good luck with all your design projects. I'm looking forward to keeping you busy on the beach this summer. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye, everybody. Thanks. And I will catch you next week. Bye. You've asked for it, and we have answered the call. For years, you've been saying, Betsy, you're talking about all these great design concepts, but we can't visualize them. You're describing the picture that the listener sent in of their problem, and we wish we could see that picture too. After all, a picture is worth a thousand words, and I do my best to describe them, but there's nothing like seeing it for yourself. And that's why Affordable Interior Design, the podcast, now has a YouTube channel. Not only do we have a YouTube channel where you could see recordings and clips of these podcast episodes, we also have an Instagram, a Facebook, and so many other exciting things. You should check it out. Head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash links. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash L-I-N-K-S links. And when you go there, you will see links to our YouTube page, our Instagram page, our Facebook page, and more. Please check it out, follow and subscribe so you can see everything I'm talking about. A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MBCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com. If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.